The following program is being brought to you on the Seventh Wave Network. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit SeventhWaveNetwork.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit VoiceAmerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. The teachings of the Ascended Masters are universal and available to all. The Ascended Masters themselves are the saints and sages of East and West, and their teachings incorporate the original core beliefs of all the world's major religions. No matter which religious path you follow, you will find these teachings equally compelling. This is The Open Door. Come along with us as we explore the teachings of the Ascended Masters. Here are the hosts for The Open Door, Tom Schumacher and Terry Kennedy. Well, hello, everyone. Um, we are very blessed and grateful that you have chosen to join us today. And um, in case you're uncertain about what it is you have joined, this is The Open Door, the Internet voice of the um, Summit Lighthouse, where we publish and practice the teachings of the Ascended Masters, your friends in high places. I'm Tom Schumacher. And I'm Terry Kennedy, and our focus today is on feeling secure in a sometimes crazy world. Huh, you read the papers? <laughs> yeah. You don't have to look very far these days, do you, to find signs of chaos, economic turmoil, political unrest, moral ambiguity, spiritual decay. Yeah, like you say, one look at the news will tell you all you need to know about a world filled with uncertainty and danger. Which is why we talk so much about the practical tools that the Ascended Masters have given us to combat negativity and darkness. And serve as antidotes to mm-hmm. the poisons of social, moral, and spiritual decline. You know, not only do you have friends in high places, the Ascended Masters, but they know the challenges you face and what to do about them. Which is why we stress the advantage <laughs> of having a relationship with the Ascended Masters so much, right Tom? We stress it all the time. Yes. And uh, this is really enlightened self-interest, and it's only prudent to have the very best tools at your disposal when dealing with the slings and arrows of the modern world. Well, the science of the spoken word, for instance, demonstrates the true power we have available to us to make real, solid changes in our lives and in the lives of our families, communities, and ultimately the world. Now, the power of the spoken word cannot be underestimated because the energy that is harnessed is literally the energy of God. Well, as we are fond of pointing out, We are all co-creators with God, and the science of the spoken word is one of the most effective tools for bringing our creations into manifestation right where we are. The violet flame, the great healing, forgiving, Hmm. cleansing, transmuting flame, Mm -hmm. is one of the most powerful energies that can be focused through the science of the spoken word, and more specifically through the use of decrees, which are powerful vocal prayers repeated to give them added oomph. Oomph. (laughs) <laughs> well, this combination of decrees and vital flame is a dynamic one-two punch that should be in everyone's spiritual toolbox, especially these days. True. And there is another powerful tool that can be extremely effective in combating all of the ills that beset the world and our experience of it, the rosary. The rosary. This is a profoundly simple and profoundly powerful tool. And as with decrees, the rosary also employs the science of the spoken word, to augment its power and effectiveness. And and rosaries have been around for a very long time. Mm -hmm. In fact, many of the world's major religions use various forms of the rosary in their devotions. And we are no different. You know, we are aware that Mother Mary is particularly revered by those of the Catholic faith. 
and that some Christian denominations don't hold Mary to quite the same level of reverence. Well, some considered the Catholic Church deifying Mary as idolatry. Uh, True enough. Our goal here is to accord Mary her rightful place in the hierarchy of ascended masters, as well as to champion the use of the rosary to address a wide range of issues and to heal ourselves and the world of a variety of ills. Now, the rosary is not merely a mechanical recitation of prayers. No. Instead, it is a powerful and dynamic means of delivering the love, light, word, and power of God, which wherever it is focused and needed. Mm-hmm. And the cornerstone of the rosary is the Hail Mary. It is a sweet and simple prayer, yet, as we've said, it is supremely powerful. Well, supremely powerful indeed. You know, yes. Mary's rosary can bring comfort and solace where there is pain and sadness. It can soothe an upset mind, calm a raging storm, mend a broken heart, bring peace where there is discord and war, sow forgiveness for unholy and unjust ways. And again, the rosary is a deceptively simple ritual Mm -hmm. and can take so little time to give each day. Yet, its effects can be both immediate and far-reaching. No matter what our starting point may be, a rosary brings us back almost instantly to the feet and to the heart of God. And though, as we've said, the rosary is a tool— It is so much more than that. And in the hands of the devout, it can work wonders, miracles even. And we have numerous stories about the use of the rosary in the name of Mother Mary that attest to its undeniable power. Now, for those of you who may remember the great social uprising in Poland in 1980, for example, uh, Pope John Paul II ignited the soul of the Polish people and inspired, with the help of a then unknown and unemployed electrician by the name of Lech Walesa, Mm -hmm. the Solidarity Movement. And one of the key features of this uprising was a nationwide devotion to the Madonna. People prayed together, openly confessed, and poured out their devotion to Mother Mary. And the rest is, as they say, history. That's right. Our nation rediscovered its spiritual roots and became free. You know, the fact is there are many examples of the power of Mother Mary and her rosary to literally change the world. She has admonished us to give to all the joy and peace that we ourselves expect and then see how quickly the energies of the universe rush in to fill us with the same and to assist in our inner purification. Now, the rosary is indeed an excellent delivery vehicle for joy, peace, love, healing. Whatever we feel we need to heal, our so- whenever we feel our need to heal our souls and bolster our spirits. Well, in fact, the saying of the rosary is a wonderful ritual that can get us right with God. And right with our families mm-hmm. and friends, right with our co-workers and community members, right with the world. You know, Terry, I'd say we've probably amply made the point that the rosary is a good thing. Driven at home pretty good, I'd say. (laughs) So, for those who may not be familiar with the ritual of the rosary, let us say again that it involves repetition of certain key prayers. Specifically, the Hail Mary and the Our Father. Now, we won't go into any more detail of a rosary here. We'll leave that to Narely Duffy when she joins us later. Oh, goody. (laughs) Well, for the moment, let's bring this back to our original topic, feeling secure in an uncertain world. The rosary is a wonderful and simple way to regain a sense of safety and security, a great means of smoothing out life's wrinkles. In other words, a rosary a day is an ideal prescription for whatever is troubling each of us and the world. Now, here's an excerpt on the rosary and the science of the spoken word from the book Mary's Message of Divine Love by Mark L. Prophet and Elizabeth Clare Prophet. The Rosary and the Power of Spoken Prayer Life is intended to be free and joyous. We are intended to have access to heaven with all the power and the glory of the hierarchies and saints in heaven. We are intended to move in the communion of saints, to have interaction with those who have gone before us, who are our teachers, the masters of the path. So then, in this particular way, we understand that the science of the spoken word in the form of the decree, 
A type of dynamic spoken prayer is the means whereby we make the fiat that God take command with His heavenly hosts of situations and problems that are absolutely beyond our ability to define, to sort out, let alone to resolve. The magnificent thing about the call and the decree is that we decree for God's will and then He implements it. And as He implements it, we see what His will is. And we become more specific in our decrees to emphasize the specifics of His will. The knowledge of the science of the spoken word is the means to invoke the violet flame and the mercy of God as intercession, delivered through the agency of the saints and the Holy Spirit, to transmute karma, to dissolve records of sin, to liberate us from our past mistakes, because God has said, I will remember their sin no more. God does not desire that you or I should be eternally shackled to a mistake we made a thousand years ago or yesterday. When we have seen the lesson, experienced the sorrow of our ignorance or our impetuousness, and sincerely desire to go on at a new level, God forgives. And forgiveness comes as a manifestation of the erasing of the record, the transmutation of the karma, and as opportunity not only to go and sin no more, but to do those positive acts that are constructive toward life. Thus Mother Mary has told us, When you recite the rosary and do so early in the day, before the cares of the day and the karmas of the day overtake you, I can enter so easily, for you have placed around yourself my presence by the recitation of the Hail Mary. And so know that in the moments that you recite the rosary undisturbed, unmoved, and in attunement with my immaculate heart, I may enter and become one with you and perform for you necessities of the hour, healings with direction and guidance and comfort, for your hour of trial. The rosary is a sacred ritual whereby all of God's children can find their way back to their immaculate conception in the heart of the Cosmic Virgin. The New Age rosary is the instrument for mankind's deliverance from the sense of sin and from the erroneous doctrine of original sin. For every soul is immaculately conceived by Almighty God, and God the Father is the origin of all of the cycles of man's being. Mary says, That which is conceived in sin is not of God, and has neither the power nor the permanence of reality. All that is real is of God. All that is unreal will pass away, as mankind become one with the mother flame. The daily giving of the rosary is a certain means to this oneness. Mother Mary came to show us the way back to the state of grace, through the giving of the Hail Mary, and through meditation upon her blessed Son Jesus. The rosary that she gave me was to eliminate the sense of sin and the sense of death. And therefore we give the Hail Mary as follows. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us, sons and daughters of God, now and at the hour of our victory over sin, disease, and death. Catholics will note that the traditional Hail Mary says, Pray for us sinners, rather than pray for us sons and daughters of God. Mother Mary wants us to understand that God does not hold us in a death grip of sin and the sense of sin, but He holds us in the immaculate vision of His all-seeing eye, as the son and the daughter who are the fruit of the union of the Father-Mother God. Mother Mary said, People must begin to understand and know that they are created in the image and likeness of God, and to affirm that now are we the sons of God, as John the Beloved said. 
And therefore let the children of God look up to heaven, and in dignity and nobility and sense of self-worth give the call as the true son and the daughter of God. Let us then pray for that mother ray, not at the hour of death, for there is no death. My own son proved that death is unreal, and therefore call for my intercession at the hour of your victory over sin, disease, and death. Now, when we return, we will hear an interview with Elizabeth Clare Prophet titled A New Age Rosary, in which she speaks of the consciousness of Mother Mary in the New Age, the role of the rosary in the unfolding of our own God consciousness. She'll talk about how we put on the consciousness of Mother Mary and how we overcome alienation from God as Mother. Please stay with us. Awakened Media for a Transforming World. Seventh Wave Network. On the spiritual quest, our upward journey hinges on four basic questions. Who am I? Why am I here? Where am I going? How do I get there? Who are you? You are a spiritual being, a child of God. And when you recognize this, your whole world changes for the better, no matter where you are or who you're with. The power of this inner knowing will compel you to come up higher. Why are you here? To master your human nature, fulfill your divine purpose, and become one with God. Where are you going? Simply put, you are returning home to the heart of God, where your soul's journey began so very long ago. How do you get there? Follow the Ascended Masters. These great saints and sages of East and West have walked where you walk. They are committed to helping you to find your way home, and their teachings are always practical. Our goal on The Open Door is to keep the spiritual journey as simple and uncomplicated as possible so that all who choose can walk this path with confidence and certainty. The Open Door is live every Tuesday at 11 a.m. Pacific, 2 p.m. Eastern, and we are the Summit Lighthouse, the pathway to your ascension. For more information, visit www.tsl.org. Be Extraordinary. Seventh Wave Network. You are listening to The Open Door, hosted by Tom Schumacher and Terry Kennedy. If you have a question or comment about our series, please send your emails to webradio at tsl.org. That's webradio at tsl.org. Now, back to The Open Door. Welcome back, everyone. In the following interview, Elizabeth Clare Prophet explains how the mother flame quickens the energy that leads to the soul's reunion with the father, and she shares the New Age version of the Hail Mary. Our interviewer is Doug Kenyon. Can you tell us more about the new scriptural rosary? This is a rosary that was given to me by Mother Mary as she came to me one day in the fall of 1972 in our retreat in Colorado Springs. She gave me a new rosary and a new meditation upon the mother flame. She explained to me that the word Mary means Ma-Ray, and that all people, men and women alike, must meditate upon this mother ray, this mother flame, that is a fountain of living fire within us. It is a fountain of purity. It must be quickened, raised, and released. And when the mother comes into prominence and into dominance within the temple of our being, 
Then it quickens God the Father, God the Son, and God the Holy Spirit. We see, then, that the Mother on earth is the one who teaches us to understand the Father, teaches us His laws, enables us to understand the wisdom of the Son, and shows us how the love of God is the action of the sacred labor in the Holy Spirit. And so Mother Mary said, The rosary is not an idolatrous adoration to my person. It is simply the giving of one's energy through the science of the spoken word to the mother of the universe, the mother of cosmos, and the mother force, the life force that is in oneself. The quickening of this energy leads to the soul's reunion with the Father. Mary told me, I am but a representative of the cosmic virgin, and there are many mothers in heaven and on earth who follow in this service. Mother Mary has no desire to be thought of as one who is exclusively the queen of heaven, although that is her title among the angelic hosts. She desires that we should understand that the term mother of God means one who will nourish the flame of God on earth and in heaven by sponsoring life, by taking care of children and of creative projects and of a work that is needed here. And so she gave me the Hail Mary for all who are moving into the new age and realize that the Aquarian age is the age when the mother unlocks the key to the Holy Spirit. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sons and daughters of God, now and at the hour of our victory over sin, disease, and death. Mother Mary wants us to understand that God does not hold us in a death grip of sin and the sense of sin, but God holds us in his immaculate vision of the all-seeing eye as the son and the daughter who are the fruit of the union of the Father-Mother God. Mother Mary is our friend and our helper. She is one who has become mother so that we might understand that it is also our mission to become mother and to mother life. She asks that we appeal to her in the hour of our victory over sin, disease, and death, because in that hour we must do battle with the forces of our own subconscious that resist the coming of the light of the Son of God into the temple of our being. Mother Mary is, was, and ever shall be the handmaid of the Lord, and she stands with us as we must go through the same science which she proved to give birth to the Christ within the cradle of our own evolving soul consciousness. Mother Mary is a very great presence on earth, and when we call to her in this morning rosary as so many keepers of the flame are doing all over the world today. We feel the energy of God rising within us. We feel her wrapping the aura in a mantle, a swaddling garment of grace. Indeed, when we give the Hail Mary, Mother Mary enters our heart, and we feel her place around us, her own aura, the electronic presence of her ascended light body. Then we go through our day as the hands and the feet, the heart and the head of Mother Mary. We allow her to use us as her instrument, and we become living incarnations of the Mother Flame. 
This overshadowing is the true understanding of hierarchy. Hierarchy is this vast chain of being, of sons and daughters of God, stepping down the consciousness of the Father all the way from the center of a cosmos to a tiny electron in a blade of grass. As we meditate in the ritual of the rosary, we are putting on the consciousness of Mother Mary and of every ascended being who has ensouled this feminine ray of God. How does the ritual of the rosary help us realize our place in the scheme of things? Well, it's an interesting thing, Doug. I think we have to understand the meaning of the term ritual because it has become kind of a dirty word in circles where people feel that they have somehow been gypped or cheated by a phony hierarchy within the church who has used ceremony and pomp to entertain the people and keep them in ignorance. Nothing could be farther from the truth. Ritual is the very rhythm of the cosmos. Ritual is in our body temple. The daily assimilation of energy, the partaking of food, of sleep, of work, all of this is the ritual of life. The creation in seven days is a pattern of the release of the seven rays of God's consciousness. And the seventh ray, which is the ray of transmutation and freedom on the seventh day of rest, is really the ray of ritual. Ritual is the means whereby we go from point A to point B in consciousness. We are here, let us say, feeling sorry for ourselves, burdened, weary. We have problems with our family that seem insurmountable. And we are in a state of anguish and we cry out to the Lord God to help us. God can help us only if we are willing to move consciousness from that point A of our desperate pleading to point B of taking dominion over the earth and feeling the mastery of the Christ within us. To move from point A to point B, we engage in ritual, the ritual of prayer, the ritual of meditation, the ritual of saying, let us be up and doing. The best way to change consciousness is to start doing something constructive, and the activity itself is a flame of the Holy Spirit which carries us and buoys us up and gives us a joy and a sense of hope that God will deliver us from this crisis. God himself delivers us through a process which is a ritual. When we call for help, it doesn't often manifest instantaneously, but we go through a certain pattern and cycle of time and space, and we find suddenly, lo and behold, we have moved from that point A to that point B. And thus, prayer has been answered. Ritual, then, is a code word for the term, write you all. And what it means is that God is saying to us, you must write all wrong by invoking the sacred fire through this ritual of prayer, meditation, decrees, and so forth. You write all wrong of the past. This means the balancing of our karma. It means the transmutation of sin by the love of Christ, by the law of forgiveness, by the very alchemical presence of the Lord Christ, the Blessed Mother, and other saints of East and West. Ecclesiastes had this great sense of ritual being the means whereby God performs his sacred alchemy within us. I know that whatsoever God doeth, it shall be forever. Nothing can be put to it, nor anything taken from it, and God doeth it, that men should fear before him. That which hath been is now, and that which is to be 
hath already been, and God requireth that which is past. By the use of God's sacred rituals, when these are infused with a flame of love and not merely performed mechanically, what happens is we meet the requirement of God of bringing that which is past to the fore, into the crucible of the sacred fire, and there our God as a consuming fire will actually transmute the elements of base consciousness into the great glory and the full radiance of his presence. In that alchemy we come to realize that that which has been is now, meaning from the very beginning of the creation the eternal presence of the Christ is and is unchanging, and that which is to be in the future, the fullness of his manifestation within us, which we long for, has already been and will be here and now if we can retain the vision of our victory and while we retain the vision perform the ritual necessary for arriving at the manifestation of that vision in our life. Now the rosary then is a ritual whereby through meditation we move from the plane of the lesser self to the plane of the greater self. The rosary is the most healing energy of life because it puts us once again into harmony with Mother. I don't know if you realize how much alienation there is at subconscious levels on the part of the people of Earth from the very heart and flame of God as Mother. There is an intense hatred of Mother and there is a hatred of the children of the Mother. This fact is brought out in the twelfth chapter of the book of Revelation, where the mother comes forth within us to give birth to the divine man-child. She figures there as the woman clothed with the sun, the moon under her feet, with a crown of twelve stars upon her head. She comes to give birth to the Christ in all of us, but she is rejected by the carnal mind who figures as the dragon in all of us. And the dragon within us comes to make war with the woman, to devour her child as soon as it is born. And so our own carnal minds are ready to devour this infant child, the Christ that is in the cradle of the heart, waiting to grow to the fullness of the stature of Jesus Christ within us. We see then that the meeting of mother in the way is a tremendous challenge and it requires this alchemy of consciousness of which the psalmist spoke when he said, the heathen raged, the kingdoms were moved. He uttered his voice, the earth melted. This alchemy was spoken of by Moses and by Paul. Know ye not that the Lord our God is a consuming fire? We need the sacred fire baptism of the Holy Ghost to consume what I call anti-mother and anti-Christ forces within our subconscious. For the heathen, the alienated parts of our own subconscious are raging. The kingdoms or the planes of consciousness at sublevels of awareness are being moved. But God within us is uttering His voice and by His voice the elements of earth are melted and we are formed and reformed once again in the image and likeness of our God. Thank you. Up next, our weekly Q&A, and today, once again, we are joined by Dr. Narrowly Duffy. Don't go away. Your online community for positive change. 
Seventh Wave Network. On the spiritual quest, our upward journey hinges on four basic questions. Who am I? Why am I here? Where am I going? How do I get there? Who are you? You are a spiritual being, a child of God. And when you recognize this, your whole world changes for the better. No matter where you are or who you're with, the power of this inner knowing will compel you to come up higher. Why are you here? To master your human nature, fulfill your divine purpose, and become one with God. Where are you going? Simply put, you are returning home to the heart of God, where your soul's journey began so very long ago. How do you get there? Follow the Ascended Masters. These great saints and sages of East and West have walked where you walk. They are committed to helping you to find your way home, and their teachings are always practical. Our goal on The Open Door is to keep the spiritual journey as simple and uncomplicated as possible so that all who choose can walk this path with confidence and certainty. The Open Door is live every Tuesday at 11 a.m. Pacific, 2 p.m. Eastern, and we are the Summit Lighthouse, the pathway to your ascension. For more information, visit www.tsl.org. Listening on a higher dimension. Seventh Wave Network. You are listening to The Open Door, hosted by Tom Schumacher and Terry Kennedy. If you have a question or comment about our series, please send your emails to webradio at tsl.org. That's webradio at tsl.org. Now, back to The Open Door. And we are back, and with us is the aforementioned Nerly Duffy. Hi, Nerly. Hi, Nerly. <laughs> okay, now we know that Mother Mary has given us many versions of the rosary to use at various times, which we may get onto later on. But for now, let's begin by detailing the basic components of a typical Mother Mary's rosary. Well, <laughs> it is a series of prayers. Um, it says, for example, the Our Father several times. Uh, we say the Hail Mary a number of times. Uh, we might say the affirmation of the cross, the Father, the Son, the Holy Spirit, and the Divine Mother. And so it's basically alternating a piece of scripture with saying the Hail Mary. So it actually is like a form of meditative prayer. Mm -hmm. And it's found to be very centering and calming. People find that they just start into the rosary. And within a few minutes, it's it doesn't even seem to be quite the words itself. It's mm -hmm. almost the energy and the light that goes with it. And you're opening up the channels to your mighty I am presence and Holy Christ self. And it's, as you said earlier, Terry, it's simple, but it's powerful. Yeah. Yes. You know, I'm reminded, uh, having been raised Catholic, the, the Catholic rosary, as most everybody probably knows, is a series of five you know, it's decades. De decades. Yeah, Which so there's, means there's ten. Ten. Yeah. Um, and I'm, I've wondered before, I've not done this, but I assume we could use the scriptural rosary in combination with Perhaps the Catholic Rosary. Oh, certainly. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you can you can basically make it, you know, what you want it to yeah. be. And people often do do that. They, they'll they say, uh, they'll take a piece of scripture, and then they'll say a Hail mm -hmm. Mary, or an Our Father. Mm -hmm. In the Russian Orthodox tradition, they say, you know, 40 or 50 Our Fathers. And if you've ever tried that, it's extremely powerful. I'm it can little, literally take you to another dimension. But I think what happened when we were kids, you know, growing up and we said our rosary, it's like the goal was to get through it as quick yeah. as we could. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's right. Yeah. And I think that, um, you know, slowing down, being meditative, uh, centering, 
and really understanding the words. Yeah, yeah, and listening to the scripture, you know, yeah. intently. Yeah, yeah. So we've been talking about the rosary in relation to the science of the spoken word, but it's it's also okay to recite the rosary in silence using sure. the inner voice, isn't it? Sure, it always works. Uh, on airplanes, uh-huh. that's what I do. Oh, yeah. uh, I'll do it uh, silently, inwardly, and it's still effective. But I do have to say the most effective use of the rosary is when you use the throat chakra or the power center to say the words out loud because it does amplify. And I've been to some of the centers, the Marian centers mm-hmm. around the world, you know, Fatima, uh, Lourdes, and where we had processions of people just going around for an hour and everybody saying the rosary or the Hail Mary at the same time in their own language. Oh my. And it was <laughs> transcendent. So there's something about speaking the word in the physical plane that definitely changes energy. I, I used to carry a rosary in my pocket. Mm-hmm. I, I would doing the walking I would do the walking mm-hmm. around rosary, what yeah. I called it. And I was in an airport uh, waiting for a flight, and I was just walking down, just doing it, and I saw somebody else it's walking, doing, doing it yeah. too. Uh, I know, I know. Yeah, it's quite, like, oh, okay, you know. Yeah. It's surprising who, who Mary is connected to. Yeah, you know, Mary's, really. I mean, she's all of our mother. She's the mother to all of us. Yeah, we know? were just talking about Padre yeah. Pio this morning. He had yes. his hand always in his garment, and yeah. he was always, always playing the, that's rosary. Right. the rosary. That's right. Yeah, even when he was hearing confessions or giving advice, he was always Multitasking. And, and I've, actually, people often have um, a prayer that they have in the back of their mind just going. Mm-hmm. And I find for me, it is the Hail Mary. When I'm wandering around, I realize I'm, I'm saying it and I don't even know that I'm doing it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, you know, in our program so far, we've been emphasizing the power of Mother Mary's Rosary for use in all kinds of situations, both personal and global. But if you had a place, one emphasis of the Rosary above all others, what would you say it is? Well, I think one aspect of the Rosary is that Mary is concerned with her sons and daughters, each of us. And so it has to do with the sanctity of life, which is a very broad term. It's life at the beginning Mm -hmm. of uh, your embodiment in matter. It's life at the end. And every stage in between, whether you're a householder, a family member, you're running a business, you're in your community. So it's reverence for life, sanctity of life, wherever life is. So that means every single soul that's embodied. You know, I'm remembering something else too. Um, my um, my mother um, volunteers at a hospital mm-hmm. and she works with the babies and the newborns, mm-hmm. etc. And they'll they'll do rosaries. Yes. And it just occurred to me that when we were listening to Elizabeth Prophet's um, interview a moment ago about Revelation yes. and about the, the dragon waiting yes. to devour yes. the, the, the burgeoning Christ within, yes. That must be a wonderful thing to surround yes. an expectant mother and or one who's giving birth yeah. to giving the rosary. Well, those that have the opened sight, the mm-hmm. open third eye, they can see that a time of birth, at the time of birth, there will be a mother figure that actually superimposes over oh, wow. the children, oh, or over the mother giving, giving birth. Um, there's those kind of guardian angel presences in children's prayergrounds. I mean, when you think about it, you know, it's a very dangerous place. For children. <laughs> it's yeah. a very dangerous place, the, the earth, for, the, for anybody. And so we all need that mother, that sense of comfort. And that's what I liked what you said at the beginning of the program, mm-hmm. that, that, you know, it's an uncertain world and, and we all need to feel that sense of safety and comfort. And the rosary 
is is like a garland of light. It's something that you can literally hang on to. I yeah. think that's the benefit of having even the rosary beads. And we might think of them, oh, that's trappings. But really, when you hold those rosary beads, particularly if they're made out of gemstones, they actually anchor and hold light. And they, they and the light builds. And the light builds. As you yeah. use it. Mm-hmm. So you can actually go visit somebody in a hospital, take your rosary, place it on their heart, and that light oh, yeah. of your prayers that you've given uh, with all that devotion all those years can actually go into them. And oh, people have had healings, I mean mm. healings, with the physical rosary that is a, a replica of, of the prayers. Oh, <laughs> you know, we heard a There's <laughs> 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 so many wonderful it's things. So many wonderful. It's, it's calming. It's, it's one of it, my favorites. Well, it is calming. Yeah. You know, when I do the rosary, I'm calmed at home. Mm. Mm. Uh, we heard Elizabeth Clare Prophet speaking about mm. the mother ray and mm-hmm. the mother flame. And can you expand on these concepts yes. for us? Yes, it's, it's very misunderstood. And what's happening now in civilization is that the, it's the mother light or the mother ray or the mother flame. It's essentially the light or the energy that's in the life force. It's pure white light. It's in every cell and atom. It's in all our chakras. Mm. And it's in the kundalini spoken of in the east. And it's this powerful energy that literally holds the planet together. In past golden age civilization, have descended and in other times they've risen again and so what you need to understand is that mother light is raising again and everybody's recognizing it and it's either upsetting people or they're (laughs) embracing it and that's why this whole mother flame thing is so important and that's why the rosary is such a powerful uh, presence because it it balances all of these inharmonies and angers and upsetness and you know I mean literally the rosary can turn back war it can turn back terrorism. Which is a good thing to remember. <laughs> yes, it really is. Yeah. Um, you know, she also explains some very key differences between the New Age Rosary of Mother Mary and the traditional rosary that many of us grew up with. You know, I'm speaking specifically of the last two lines now. Mm. You know, now and at the hour of our victory over sin, disease, and death. As she pointed out, this is quite a departure from the mm-hmm. original. Yeah. Now, you know, no uh, pray for us sinners, yeah. but pray for our victory. Can you elaborate on this? Well, I think it's a, it's a matter of the difference between the Piscean Age and then moving into the Aquarian Age of the Holy Spirit. So it makes sense. We're moving from seeing ourselves as sinners to seeing ourselves as sons and daughters of God, as children of the light, mm-hmm. children of the one mother. And that's really how Mother Mary sees us. She doesn't see us as sinners. And I think we've gotten into that whole sin thing, uh, you know, a, a bit too much. And and so she's she's now reversing it. And she can be very stern when she's rebuking the human error. And she says, don't call yourself sinners. You're not sinners. <laughs> you might have sinned, but you're going to see sinning and, and you can make your ascension in the light. You don't have to forever be thinking of yourself as a sinner. Well, yeah. you know, um, many times before we've talked about how the feeling of unworthiness mm. can take us outside of the circle of God. Mm. And I'm probably an obvious thing to say, but it does seem pretty pertinent yeah. here that the rosary is a great way yeah. of reminding ourselves of our true innate worthiness yeah. as sons and daughters yeah. of God. And it's also a means of just transmuting that sense of guilt. Like, you know, I'll never be worthy. I can never, yeah. you know, release myself from the sense of sin. Yeah. And, and she's holding the immaculate concept, concept for us, so we can hold the immaculate yeah. concept for ourselves then. And for one another. For, and for one, one another, another yeah. yeah. Brothers and sisters. Well, that's a, one of the things that mothers naturally do. You know, their child can be really difficult, and they'll be <laughs> yeah. like, isn't he beautiful? <laughs> you know, it's like, Such a peach. And she's seeing yeah. that, you know, mm-hmm. this is just a phase, you know. Yeah. It's going to wash off the dirt, and he'll be clean and sparkling. But, I, but I, you know, again, to maybe overstress the point that 
we are not burdened, we are not entrapped, we are not no. victims no. of whatever the sense of sin is. In fact, it's something that we can transmute. We've been given the tools, we know how to do it, right. and it's a matter of doing it. Yeah. We can't just expect somebody else is going to do it for us. We've got yeah. to you know, step up and go, okay, I'm doing my part, then we're met, the prayer is answered, the point A to point B that uh, exactly. Mrs. Prophet spoke of. What does it mean to unlock the life force within <laughs> oh, us? I mean, are we one. talking about the yeah. energies within our chakras or what? We are. We're talking about, I think of it as another term for awakening. So it can be a gentle and subtle process. So you're awakening the light in your chakras, your spiritual centers, and you're bringing in the qualities of purity, order, discipline, harmony. These are, these are the white light mm -hmm. that is actually in the base of the spine chakra, the lowest chakra that we have. Mm -hmm. And that's the one that has to do pre with procreation and literally that, that mother energy. So, you're awakening that light and you're saying, for example, I value the material world and my body as a chalice for the spirit. And I honor and respect and nurture the feminine in other people and in myself. Mm -hmm. And I conserve that energy, and I and I honor the sacred in nature, and apply its lessons in life. So it's it's a way that unlocking is a way of being mindful about your choices in life and where they're going to lead you. You know, speaking of unlocking, um, Mrs. Prophet mentions that the Aquarian age is the age when the mother unlocks the key to the Holy Spirit, using the new mm -hmm. Hail Mary as the keynote of this action. Could you expand on that a bit? Well, when we give the rose, we, we, we are also feeling and releasing the energy of the violet flame. And Aquarius is the age of the violet flame and transformation. It's the age of the Holy Spirit. And in fact, the violet flame is the seventh ray aspect of the Holy Spirit. So, this rosary is actually releasing this energy and unlocking it and helping us to merge with the Holy Spirit and with the Aquarian energy, literally the winds of change. Yeah, the winds in our yeah. sails moving yeah. into the new age. Yeah. Well, we've got to take a break here, but please don't go away. Uh, when we return, we'll continue our discussion of Mother Mary's Rosary, and we've got a special gift for you that we think you'll really like. Please don't mm. go away. The new home for visionary positive change. Seventh Wave Network. On the spiritual quest, our upward journey hinges on four basic questions. Who am I? Why am I here? Where am I going? How do I get there? Who are you? You are a spiritual being, a child of God. And when you recognize this, your whole world changes for the better. No matter where you are or who you're with, the power of this inner knowing will compel you to come up higher. Why are you here? To master your human nature, fulfill your divine purpose, and become one with God. Where are you going? Simply put, you are returning home to the heart of God, where your soul's journey began so very long ago. How do you get there? Follow the Ascended Masters. These great saints and sages of East and West have walked where you walk. They are committed to helping you to find your way home, and their teachings are always practical. Our goal on The Open Door is to keep the spiritual journey as simple and uncomplicated as possible so that all who choose can walk this path with confidence and certainty. The Open Door is live every Tuesday at 11 a.m. Pacific, 2 p.m. Eastern, and we are the Summit Lighthouse, the pathway to your ascension. For more information, visit www.tsl.org. Taking you to the threshold of a dream and beyond. Seventh Wave Network. 
You are listening to The Open Door, hosted by Tom Schumacher and Terry Kennedy. If you have a question or comment about our series, please send your emails to webradio at tsl.org. That's webradio at tsl.org. Now, back to The Open Door. And thank you for staying with us. We're back for more discussion with Nerly Duffy on the Rosary, the Power of the Hail Mary, the Science of the Spoken Word, and in a few minutes, we have that special treat for you that we mentioned earlier, a tease. <laughs> yes. See, uh, one thing I wanted to ask you about, Nerly, was um, the children's rosary. Tell us a little bit about that. Well, I think Mother Mary knew that we may not always have an hour in our day to do the long scriptural rosary, but we might be able to find 15 minutes here and there. And so she gave us that rosary, and many people start their day <clears throat> with the child's rosary, and it only takes about 15 minutes. Mm -hmm. So basically, um, it's less Hail Marys, <laughs> <laughs> and uh, it's shorter, it's easier to give. So uh, you can give it while you're making breakfast, taking a shower, driving to work. Um, it's washing effective, dishes. washing dishes, rolls off the tongue, you know. Yeah. So I, I think it's um, it's something that still brings you that power of the rosary, but it's uh, a childlike presence of just 15 minutes. Yeah, and if you want to know more about that, you can certainly send us your query to webradio at tsl.org. Um, you can visit the website, of course, www.tsl.org, and you'll find out more about the rosary, all of them. Right? And I'd encourage people <laughs> yeah. to just try it. Yeah. Try, I mean, give it two weeks and see. Yeah. yeah. See if your life is different at the end of two yeah. weeks of just giving that 15 minutes. Suspend I would, disbelief. I mean, I, would, I, I couldn't say I could guarantee, but I'd almost be willing to bet that you, you'll, you'll find a difference. So step up. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> Let's talk about the promise that Mother Mary has made to all those who will recite her rosary. Mm. What exactly did she promise? Well, she actually um, made many promises. She <laughs> promised uh, to assist us in our problems, great and small. Mm -hmm. And the interesting thing is she said there's no problem too great or too small. Mm -hmm. So you're dealing with your little thing and you think, oh, you know, I can't really bother her with that. Go ahead and bother her with that. And she'll take care of it. If you're thinking about the economy, how can we ever solve the situation in the economy? You know, ask her to intercede and she will. Huh? She also promised that she will be there at the hour and the moment of the attainment of your victory. She'll be there at the hour when you make your transition. Mm -hmm. And she'll be there to comfort you. So she can help you all kinds of people, all kinds of ways. There's, there's nothing that she can't do, but the real key is, are you willing to ask? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, let's talk a little bit about uh, some other rosaries, yeah. such as Kuan Yin's rosary. Uh, what are these rosaries comprised of, and how do they differ from Mother Mary's rosaries? Well, the Kuan Yin's rosary is the rosary to the goddess of mercy, Kuan Yin, and she's like the Madonna of the East. Mary is the mother of the West, and Kuan Yin is a beautiful mother figure that's very powerful also. So the Kuan Yin Rosary contains a number of Eastern or Chinese mantras combined with the Hail Mary, and both rosaries actually release the violet flame. So it's very, it's a very powerful one too. Mm. So people that are devoted to Mary will often find, hmm, I'm going to get to know Kuan Yin, and they find that her intercession is also extremely powerful. She's known as the court of last resort. So when you've <laughs> yes. tried everybody else wow. in heaven and you think, I'm never getting anywhere with anything and what can I do, uh, go to Kuan Yin and you may find that she's able to pull 
the rabbit out of the hat, so to speak. Mm-hmm. Well, you mentioned uh, Kuan Yin is known as the Madonna of the East and Mother Mary, perhaps the Madonna of mm-hmm. the West. Mm-hmm. Um, they both embody the Mother Flame. Yes, certainly. They do. Um, can you expand on that just a bit? Yeah, it has to do again with that light in the base of the spine chakra and releasing that light. And each of these rosaries are like um, a garland. And the original rosary was literally a garland uh, of roses. Hmm. And it's intended that somebody can hang on to that rosary like as a rope. And the Blessed Mother, either Kuan Yin or Mary, can actually pull them pull them out of the mire, so to speak, hmm. or out of the astral sea or out of the difficulties that they're in. So it's, it's literally a powerful force of the Mother Light embodied by both of these masters who were both uh, embodied on earth and that's the difference they've they've been through what we've been through they know how tough life is yeah and they're going about the rescue of their children yeah the rescue of their children yeah well you know when people gather together to give decrees the power of the decrees is multiplied Mm. Uh, and i know that many people prefer to give the rosary alone but i would Mm. think that great power could be generated by giving the rosary in groups is this true i have this vision of i could just imagine stadiums full of people you know giving oh the gosh. rosary and you know what might happen no more war what maybe what might happen maybe no more war i mean mother's mary said with prayer and fasting you can turn back war wow well like um, like in solidarity yeah. i mean these people were there were thousands of and, them and in, in portugal square. in portugal mm-hmm. you know during the the previous world war they would give the rosary and, and that nation was not Overrun. I mean, that, that it had a certain aura of protection. So, yes, the multiplication, um, it's squared by the number of people present. So, so if 10 you, people 10 is people 100. 100. Mm-hmm. And uh, they don't even have to be speaking the same language. That's the amazing thing. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, they don't even <laughs> just give the rosary. Mother Mary said, give it while you're falling asleep. Just play the tape and give it while you're falling asleep, oh. and she'll accept that. We have a running in the house all the time. We do, too. Same, yeah. It's yeah. A great, great and you can walk do. in and go... Oh, I know. Very <laughs> okay, well, now we, we can't wait any longer. Yes. It's time for that special gift we've been referring to. If you've seen our Open Door homepage, you know that my co-host, Terry Kennedy, is quite accomplished as a singer-songwriter. Now, one of Terry's most popular songs is one you're about to hear. Well, in fact, Terry, why don't you tell us a bit more about it? Well, I wrote this song, The Virgin of Guadalupe, in 1973 after visiting the old Basilica of Our Lady of Guadalupe in Mexico City. Uh-huh. And after hearing the story of Mother Mary's appearance to Juan Diego in the year 1531 and seeing the tilma upon which she impressed her image, I was inspired to write this song. So here's the rendition from the album Sanctissima, which is available in our bookstore at tsl.org. I witnessed the love Radiating from Mary I stood before The Virgin of Guadalupe Oh, how she told me She'd waited so long For me to see her And take forth my song Mother Mary told me To be sure to tell you The time has come for her To appear to the eyes of children 
much worth Across the face of our dear Mother Earth Ave Maria, I love you too Mother Mary told me From the holy ground where she appeared to Juan Diego I take this song to sing and onward I go To tell the people she'll be coming soon Clothed with the sun under her feet the moon Ave Maria I love you too Mother Mary told me I love you One thing she told me is that her love is meant to flow to all under God's love? Here's how to call her, and with her you can be. Call Mother Mary to gain your victory. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us, sons and daughters of God, now and at the hour of our victory over sin, disease, and death. Ave Maria, I love you. I really love that song, Terry. I Praise say. the Lord. I could hear it over and over again. Um, you know, thanks for writing it and sharing it with the world. You're it's welcome. It's really a great gift you've given all of us. And, you know, we should point out again here that all of our books, CDs, and DVDs on Mother Mary, her life, her messages, and her rosaries are available from our online bookstore, www.tsl.org slash bookstore. And, unfortunately, that is all the time we have for this week. Um, again, I want to thank Dr. Narrowly Duffy for joining us today. Great to be with and you. And sharing your insights as well. I mean, it's wonderful always. And thanks also to Terry for that wonderful song. You're welcome. And thank you all who are listening to us today for joining us. Um, please do it again, okay? And until then, remember, 
Though the upward path may be difficult, the rewards are out out of of this this world. world. (laughs) So long, everyone, and God bless you. Thank you again for joining us this week for The Open Door. This program is broadcast live every Tuesday at 2 p.m. Eastern Time, 11 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America 7th Wave Channel. For more information about The Open Door and the Summit Lighthouse, please visit our website at www.tsl.org. We'll see you again next week. Thank you.